What's going on guys? It's your boy Stevie G coming at you with another episode of the Daily Seamless Garage Podcast. This one's going to be a pretty good one. This one's for you mechanics and technicians already that are looking for something to give you an edge on being more efficient. So we're going to call this one 5 Tips on How to Be a More Efficient Mechanic Slash Technician. Um... Because these are things that I've picked up in my career so far that have improved, uh, that have helped me improve um, <clears throat> with getting cars out faster, um, um, which turns makes more money, also makes the company happy, um, makes the customer happy, um, <clears throat> you know, makes your paycheck fatter. So, and uh, I've picked up some of these from other mechanics, and some of these I've realized myself. But um, five tips on how to be an efficient mechanic. I won't take up too much of your time. Let's get into it. So um, first one is going to be remove parts and clusters. This one was huge. This one was huge. Um, <clears throat> this is one of the first things I like to teach when I get a helper or an apprentice. Uh, it's the same thing to me, but some people get offended by the word helper. So that's why I say apprentice. Um, remove parts and clusters. So what I mean by that is like <clears throat> when you're taking taking something apart, taking something off, just analyze it for a second and see what's not necessary to take off. Um, so keep that in mind. And then the other part is like let's say you're taking an intake manifold off and it's got a lot of vacuum hoses on it. Well, instead of taking the vacuum hoses and all that stuff off separately, vacuum hoses, brackets, all that kind of stuff, Leave them on the intake manifold and just disconnect them from the valve cover or what have you and lift it up. And so when you lift the intake up, it'll have all that stuff attached and you don't have to, you know, you don't have to put all that back together and remember where it went. That's the whole point it really is. As memory is what speeds you up, right? Um, remembering things and being one step ahead of yourself when you're doing the repair process is what speeds things up because you're already moving. You got your right hand doing this while your left hand is getting ready for the next step, right? Um, or vice versa. Um, so that's it. You want to stay a step ahead. And memory is a big deal. Well, the less things you have to remember about which way this hose goes or which, um, which part did this hose come off of or where did this bracket go, um, you know, this may seem, for some of you guys, this may already be common knowledge to you, and you're like, why are you bringing this up? It's because I've seen people, even like full-blown technicians that I've, that I've witnessed, when they take something apart, they take every hose off on both ends and lay it down. Or even worse, their memory is bad or they don't trust their memory. They'll have a cardboard box where they write down where every little bolt goes and they put a, a hole in that cardboard box and put the bolt in there. Tell me that's not slowing you down. You've got to trust your memory and force your memory to remember things, right? So you, so when I take a bolt out, I look at it. Now I don't because I know where it, what goes where. But if you hand me a bolt, come to the shop and hand me a bolt, I can tell you where it goes just because I've analyzed them and i, I took the time this all these tips that i'm giving man come down to taking time in the craft okay you you have time to learn the time you spend right now learning the next time you're going to be so fast just you know take it in 
don't just blaze through things, but take it in. So, believe it or not, people take the brackets off individually, and they're trying to play the memory game on where this went. You remember the memory game when we were kids? You had to remember where the people were? Yeah, it's like that. You're trying to remember all of that at one time, and it's just going to slow you down. Because now your brain is trying to think about something else when it should be thinking about putting the car back together. Okay? Um... So that's all I got to say on that. Just I'm going to say it one more time because this was a really good one for me. Remove things in clusters if you can. Leave everything on it if you can. Okay? That way you can remember. Um, the second one. This one's a little bit easier for me because I'm left-handed. I don't know why, but apparently that's a deal. If you're left-handed, this is comes easier to you. Become ambidextrous when it comes to your hand tools and doing things. Um, you need to embrace that. Just because it gets difficult with, uh, let's say you're right-handed and you're doing something with your left hand, it gets difficult. You still need to use that left hand in order to get more efficient at it, okay? And eventually it'll be like nothing. I try to explain this to people all the time. You got to be ambidextrous. Reason being is because it's fine and dandy to use your power hand, your right hand, if you're right-handed, use your power hand on everything that you can get to easily. But what if you get in that in that spot where you've got to get under a dash and you can only get your left hand in there to get to that certain spot because the way your hand's orientated, right? You can't get your right hand in there. You, uh, if you're a mechanic, you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you can only get one hand in there and it's a specific hand. Let's say let's say you're right-handed and you try to stick your left hand in there and you got issues. That's an, that's a problem, right? Um, I'm going to give y'all a bonus one too that I just thought of, but we'll save that one for the end. So if you want to hear the bonus, wait till the end. I'll give you a bonus one. But become ambidextrous. Okay? It's easy. Just swap it up. You know, you usually impact all the time with your right hand. Switch up to your left hand. Trust yourself. The more you trust yourself, the more you'll be able to do. So these are things that I've learned and did throughout the field that have made me quicker on things. Okay? Um, <clears throat> number three. Working on two cars at one time. Now, you can't always work on two cars at one time. You just can't. Sometimes, you've got to focus on that one car. You got to, If it's a big job, especially something like a transmission, an engine, whatever. Something that takes up a lot of your time. You've got to focus on that one car. I understand that. But, there's things you can be doing on other cars that you aren't necessarily over there watching the whole time. What do I mean by that? Uh, computer programs, whatever it be, a TCM, ECM, you know, engine control module, transmission control module, any kind of module in a car that needs an update, let's say it's a recall or it just needs an update, you can have that going while you're doing your repair. That's a quick one. Um, <clears throat> some services you can do, like a transmission flush, right? You get, you hook it up, you get it going, you can step away. Induction service, you can step away. Services like that, you can step away, okay? Or like I said, programs, um, <clears throat> anything that you can you can start and then step away, that's something you can do twice. You know, what I mean, you can you can work on two cars at one time. So <clears throat> it's not you're not going to be able to do that every day. But I just want that in the back of your head, so that you're always thinking: Can I be doing more? Can I do two things at one time? Because the the sooner you learn that and the sooner you get used to that and try to try to incorporate that into your everyday work schedule, you will 
you will almost instantly make more money. Okay, you will almost instantly, instantly. I just came up with another bonus, so you're gonna get two bonuses at the end of this. But you will almost instantly improve with any if you do any one of these five that I'm telling you. Your, you will your efficiency, and the time it takes you to do a job will improve. Okay, you're gonna make more money, and that's that's the key. I'm trying to help everybody out because. It seems to me when guys get in the field, they get frustrated because they're not making as many hours as they would if they were hourly, but they don't realize that the cap is not there. There's no roof. You can make as many hours as you want as long as you're efficient and you're good at your job and you get stuff done. You're not playing around with the water cooler talk, okay? But I'm not going to get on that. If you don't know what water cooler talk is, look it up. So, um, <clears throat> Number four. Study all systems of the cars to become faster at diagnosing. Okay. Study all systems of the cars to become faster at diagnosing. Diagnosing is part of the repair process, right? Diagnosing is part. It's the first thing you do when you get the car. You've got to diagnose it. Unless they just hand you a ticket and say, hey, it's a transmission flush. Hey, this thing's a brake job. But if you're a full-blown mechanic technician, you're getting diagnostic work. You've got to figure out what's wrong with the car, what the customer's complaining about first. If you learn all of the systems, you can see what's missing. At the very least, you can go down the path and find out what's the most probable issue and start there and go down that diagnostic path. You can at least narrow it down to a system, go down that system, figure out what's missing. But if you put your time in on studying that, on your, you know, I don't know, 30 minutes, an hour a day after work, especially if you're new after work, you will get better at diagnosing systems. You know, somebody comment, tell me if you're a technician mechanic and you want to know step-by-step -step process on how to improve your diagnostic skills, I will make a long video or a long podcast on step-by-step -step how to improve your diagnostic skills i will do that i will do that for you guys so um anyway study all the systems so that you know them the better you know a car the faster you can diagnose it hands down that's the facts um number five have a roll around cart organized with your daily tools oh my god when i first started i had a roll around cart but it's just a regular cart okay just a regular cart, no drawers or anything. It's just a cart you can put things on top of. <clears throat> I'd put, I'd put my, like, my tools would be loaded up in my box that's on the wall, right? The big box. And throughout the day, I'd pull out tools and they'd lay there. It wasn't until I got a roll around cart with five drawers that I, and I put, I only put tools in there that I use on the daily. Stuff that I can get to real fast so I can get my job done. That I put on the daily. That I use on the daily. My efficiency. If you didn't do any of these other ones, that one really brought my efficiency up. Because I, it comes back to the memory thing. I didn't have to remember where I put that tool at. It's always in the same spot. It's always in the same spot. When I get done with it, it goes back to the same spot. And that cart's with me. If, if uh, a technician is got sick or went to class or something, and they needed their car out, I could take my tools over there with me in that cart, and I wouldn't have to worry about messing with their tools. That's a no-no. Don't, don't use other people's tools. 
and I wouldn't have to worry about guessing on what tools I needed to carry over there with me. I just roll my box over there, my, my roll around cart, and I'm set. I can do my job anywhere in that shop because I have it in a roll around cart. If I, I if I didn't stress it enough, let me say it again. Get you a before you buy a big box. If you're a new dude, before you buy a big box, get you a roll around cart. Get you the five drawer roll around cart at Harbor Freight. Please don't look at me sideways about that. Harbor Freight for real. That that um, U.S. General five five drawer box is what I use. It's top notch quality, man. It's exactly what you need for what I'm telling you to use it for. Okay, and you can get it in any color you want. That white one looks clean, man. That white roll around box is nice. It's really nice. I like that color white, but it gets dirty easy, so that's why I didn't get it. But white looks really good if you can keep it clean. All right, that's the five. That's the five. Tell me which one out of the main five you think is going to help you improve the most. I want to know. Comment below. If you're, if you're not watching this on YouTube, send me a message. Which one of those five do you think is going to improve you the most? And also tell me which one of the ones you're already doing and which one you think is going to help you. So for the two bonuses, I'm remembering one off the top of my head. Hopefully I can remember the second one before the before this is over. So the first one, I was reminded when we were talking about ambidextrous, being ambidextrous. This is another tool. This is another skill that you learn, okay? Learning how to see with your hands. Now this is going to blow your mind probably because you're like, how can you possibly see with your hands? I can literally, when I'm working on a car now and something is out of my eyesight, I can close my eyes and I, it's like I'm seeing the back, let's say it's the back of the engine. It's like I'm seeing the back of the engine. I don't get lost. I know where everything is. I feel it and I know exactly what it is. Get used to that. Get used to loosening and tightening bolts with your hand. Get used to, you have to be able to see with your hands because sometimes you can't see with your eyes. You just can't do it because it's in a hidden spot where you can't get light, where you can't get your eyes the angle to see it. So <clears throat> that's bonus number one. Learn to see with your hands. Um, let's see. Hopefully I can I can remember the other one. Give me just a second. If I can't, we'll, we'll close this out. But uh, I really should have typed it out because um, I think it was a good one. Man. I really, I really don't remember it, guys. I'm sorry. I'm not, it's not coming back to me. Study all systems of the cars have become faster at diagnosing. Man. All right. Well, we're going to stop it here because uh, I don't want to, don't want to push it over the time and I don't want to waste any air time. So, um, like I said, comment below. Let me know which one of these five and even the even the extra one, the bonus one. Tell me what you think about that bonus one, by the way. Do you think that's going to help you? Are you already doing it? Let me know on that too. But comment below or send me a message if you're listening to this on one of the one of the podcast platforms. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, make sure you share this with a, a fellow technician or mechanic if you are aren't one, or even if you are one and there's and you have a helper or whatever and you're listening to this. Give them this, give them this uh, podcast to listen to. It's going to help them, and it's going to help you because they're going to quit asking you so many questions. So share this with a friend. Make sure you subscribe if you're on YouTube. Make sure you're following if you're on Spotify, 
or any of the other podcast platforms. And we'll see you on the next one. Later. Hey, thanks for listening to the Seamless Garage podcast. We really do appreciate it. Uh, If you liked it, make sure you go to follow us on Spotify, Anchor, whatever platform that you are listening to. That way you can always get an update when we post a new podcast. Um, Also, I wanted to let you know we do have a YouTube channel, The Seamless Garage. Um, That's our YouTube channel. On Instagram, there is The Seamless Garage as well. And uh, obviously, this is The Seamless Garage podcast. Um, Also, our individual social media platforms, uh, Derek Blackwell on Facebook. He refuses to do an Instagram or Twitter, so you can't catch him on there. But you can catch me on Facebook, Stevie Gilliland. And also our Facebook page, The Seamless Garage. And we also have a group that you need to join. Um, That way you'll get updates and you can kind of talk with the community. Everybody can talk amongst themselves uh, about the latest content. Uh, Same thing on Instagram and Twitter. It's The Real Stevie. Um, And like I said, we have an Instagram for The Seamless Garage. So go check those out. And uh, thanks thanks for listening in. And we'll see you on the next one.